All right, we're live. Great, I need to get the chat up. Yeah, a bit earlier than usual. Yep. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. John's away. John's at PAX. I think he's at PAX has started, so he should probably be there right now at the yeah. time of this recording. Yeah, it has started. Uh, I feel bad I didn't go to this one because a buddy of mine from Scotland made the trip. And I found that wow. out a week ago. I was like, oh, shit, had I known you were actually planning on going, I would have made it a harder, like, time about trying to, like, get a ticket and stuff. And he's like, don't worry about it. But, man. Right. I wanted to go, but I just could not get a ticket. And I didn't feel like uh, buying off of, like, the, uh, there's a subreddit for people, like, reselling their tickets that they can't go. Yeah. Yeah oh well also scalpers like I, i'm sure i could have found a ticket but then at more than anything it's the fact that like i couldn't have gotten the time off at work that little uh with that little notice so sure right 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 uh i also looked into it's it's Crunchyroll expo in the bay area down in san jose expo. this weekend okay <clears throat> i looked into that too but that is 70 dollars a day and i was like I am not watching enough anime to justify that. Also, like, isn't that like more expensive than one day of packs? Uh, it's at least it has to be at least be the same amount, roughly. I think packs actually is 50. I think that might be. They're also four days now to compensate as well, too. So, yeah, it probably is per day more than packs. You know, one of the yeah. biggest conventions. I mean, Crunchy, Crunchyroll is a I, I think it goes on for two or three days. I think three. Um, okay. you can do a, a weekend one, uh, which I wasn't looking into. I would probably just have gone for one day, but for $70, it's like, I'm not watching enough anime right now to justify that. Yeah, no, that's a hard, that's a hard sell for me as well. That's kind of crazy. Actually, that's I was actually kind of surprised much. when someone told me their Crunchyroll Expo was this weekend. Yeah. Cause wasn't there a Crunchyroll Expo in LA like two months ago? I think that was just called that was just Anime Expo, I think. But isn't that isn't it like Anime Expo by Crunchyroll? Like, don't they put it on? I don't know. Anime Expo has been going on since I've been alive. Okay, maybe maybe it's not. I I thought Crunchyroll was a main was a main thing there. Well, I was thinking if anything, Crunchyroll would have maybe purchased the rights to put that one on, maybe, which I could see. I could see that being a thing. I'm going to quickly Google search Anime Expo. Yeah. Find this out once and for all. See what they say. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't see the Crunchyroll name on this main page, so it's not theirs. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So it makes sense that they did their own thing. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Weird. Does it say what? How much a ticket for that one is? Because <laughs> I bet it's for less. Anime Expo. Uh. I bet it's less than eighty dollars a day. Let's see. Register as an attendee. I wonder if they still have that uh, open. <clears throat> okay, so for next year, so for next year, a four-day attendee uh, for uh, someone over fourteen is eighty dollars for four days. For four days, let me see what the the whole weekend pass for Crunchyroll Expo was. Five thousand dollars. Five, yeah. <laughs> Five tickets. Okay, so Crunchyroll is three days. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's actually also eighty dollars. Oh, for three days. Which, having 
or you can get a Saturday or Sunday ticket for 70. That seems like, yeah, that's come on. Steep. Yeah, that's so steep. It is. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you might as well just get the three day ticket or go on Monday, which is 60 bucks. But yeah. still like that should be cheaper. Yeah. If those were each like 50, I, w- I would be OK yeah, with that. 40 or 50. And then you get by buying all three, you get a discount. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, but a ten dollar difference. I don't know. I don't yeah. even know what goes on at Crunchyroll Expo. Probably a, guests, I guess. Probably a lot of talk of anime. Yeah, the voice of Goku is going to be there. Okay, I forgot that guy's name, but he seems affable. Sean. I'm going to guess Shemel. Okay. Oh, the director. Did you see Incredibles two? I did not. Okay, well, the director of the animated short in front of Incredibles two is going to be there, which okay. I guess makes sense. Uh, Pixar's right here yeah there's a youtuber okay i'm gonna see if anyone on here i've actually like i've talked to a youtuber before i've heard the name freddie wong yeah i don't know he's a rocket jump productions guy the main guy yeah i don't know what that is okay video game high school on netflix or netflix and youtube i think and he's mainly got big doing youtube stuff with really good special effects okay yeah, I think this is just kind of um, highlighting why I, I will not pay $70 to go to this event. Sure. It's the most millennial of the cons is maybe what you're getting. I don't know. I feel like the most millennial one is always um, Tumblr con or whatever. Uh, VidCon. VidCon might be. Yeah, which is the which is the YouTube convention. Yeah. That might be. You're right. Yeah. Artist Alley. I don't know. It's a convention. I don't know why we're talking so much about a convention neither of us are going to. <laughs> Probably ever. Like ever plan to at all. Yeah. But yeah, that's why John's Again, not here. I would totally go if I was into more anime currently. But sure. Like the only current anime I was watching was Dragon Ball Super. And that ended earlier this year. And it's like at that point. No, thank you. Uh, I cannot justify that. Yeah. And for me, the travel would not ever happen for that. So even if I was for super sure. in anime, probably wouldn't make it down there. We'd probably go to Anime Expo, right? No, probably not. If you were not super into anime? I'm super into video games, and it's PAX is only a 12-hour drive, so. I mean, a 12-hour drive is still a long drive. It's a long drive. We've done that drive a few too many times. I've only done the drive once. The other time oh, really? I flew. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds fine. I could yeah. fly in, maybe. At this point, I'm at, a, I'm at a point where I'll probably fly every time. Yeah, convenience over anything else more than anything. Yeah. And I mean, if the tickets, it can't be more than like 200 bucks. Yeah, I think so. I think they're about if that. I, if, like if I'm if I'm budgeting like a PAX weekend trip, I'm probably looking at about. Maybe five hundred dollars for the whole thing. Sure. That'll get me my tickets. That'll get me my round trip plane. That'll get me a couple nights in a hotel or an Airbnb or a hostel, however I want to do it. Uh, yeah, and then the food. Sure, yeah. All that which is subway. Not insane. All that, All that subway. subway, which is I, I love subway. Yeah, subway. Subway. Subway's fine. It's a it's sandwiches. Like can't really go wrong. If you fuck it, up at a subway, that's your fault. Kind of. You, dude, let me tell you. So I go to subway a lot. It's like the only fast food I eat. Basically, you can fuck up subway, and I'll give you a few scenarios that I've been to. Okay. Inside of the last year. Okay. okay. Actually, this is probably yeah. Inside of the last year, here's a couple scenarios. Sure. My girlfriend was picking us up subs. 
Yeah. The person coughed into her hand, into her, the, the sandwich artist coughed into the sandwich artist's hands yeah. and continued to make the sandwich. So that's not fucking up the sandwich. That's fucking up just OSHA what? regulations. Um, I, I, I mean, one, you're right. That is fucking that up. <laughs> like two, that sandwich is now fucked up. Right. But here's the thing. At that point, you're just like, I'm not paying for that. Are you fucking that's kidding? What I, so that's what I told my girlfriend. Yeah. If it was me, I literally would have just turned around and walked out of the building. <laughs> yeah. Like, why like, do you stay? I wouldn't have said a single thing. I would have just been like, I'm done with this scenario. Totally. I am ejecting myself. My, my girlfriend buys the sandwiches and proceeds no. to put them in the garbage. I was like, what, what are you doing? I'm not okay. paying you for that. I'm not paying you for that sandwich. <laughs> okay. At the very least, what you do is you pay for if you're going to pay for the sandwiches because you want to keep up appearances, just give that to a homeless guy or something like there's sure. a homeless well, dude. Okay, outside. To be fair, I think she him. put it like on top of a garbage can. OK, OK, fair enough. Free but sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, if it was me, I literally I wouldn't even said anything. I would have just walked away. That's the end of that. And um, and then there's this one girl who's at the sandwich shop closest yeah. that I go to the most often. Where she has this weird tendency of she puts everything kind of right in the middle. Okay. As opposed to kind of like flattening it out, spreading it out. Oh. So the sandwich looks like a <laughs> kind of like a bell curve without the parts on this. So it looks like a pyramid, I guess. Okay. Looks kind of like a pyramid. Yeah. And then when she tries to close it, it's difficult. <laughs> well, no shit. And then I take a bite into it and it's like, oh, this is a nice part of bread. Whereas I get to like the middle part and it's like everything is here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, what do I expect? If I'm going for a sandwich artist, I'm going to the lowest quality sandwiches I can find. Yeah. Subway. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, even idiots need jobs, I guess. So. Sure. Yep. I mean, at the end, at the end of the day, it all looks the same as my stomach. <laughs> Pretty much. So, you yep. know, first world problems. Yep. For sure. Um, okay. Let's do a podcast. It. This is the top down perspective for August 31st. It's the end of August. Summer's almost over. Yep. Crazy. Um, I'm Sean Booker and I'm Paul Fleck and Paul, what have you been playing? Um, besides our game of the month that we'll talk about next week, I've been playing just more World of Warcraft when I get home at late at night. I've been wanting to play more multiplayer games, but getting home at midnight my time means that people I play games with are long gone to bed for the most part. Yeah, so, like a normal person. So I've just been listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos or whatever on my second monitor and just like playing WoW, basically. It's a good podcasting game. It's probably the best podcasting game because you don't really have to pay attention to like fucking anything that's going on because who cares about the story stuff? Sure. Um, It's fine. Again, it's still fine. I am starting to look. I hit the cap level. And I'm starting to look for people to just do endgame stuff with casually. So if people like listening to this are playing that and just want to like do some casual get togethers of something every now and then, I'm not looking for like a schedule or something where we do something every certain day of the night or anything, just whenever I'm around. Uh, that would be neat. Otherwise, uh, I guess the other thing I'll talk about quickly is I started the messenger like oh, okay. last That's night a... for 10 minutes. And okay. decided that's probably going to be a game I stream uh, from the very, very intro stuff to just get a feel of how it plays. It plays very much like Ninja Gaiden, but like modernized so that it doesn't feel sluggish at all. 
and it's real dope seeming so far. So I'm super, super excited to jump into that. I'll be talking at length about that next week. I think the only Ninja Gaiden I played. There were, it was a 360 one. Okay. I want to say Ninja Gaiden 2. It is not like those. <laughs> it's like the right. original ones. <laughs> right. Um, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm hearing cool things about the messenger. I heard it like goes to some weird places. I could see which that. Which has me intrigued. I could um, see that. Like the very premise of it is that like you're in a, a dojo area or whatever. It gets attacked by a demon or something. I kind of skip past the dialogue because I know I'm going to restart it and like pay attention to everything. I just wanted to feel it for a little bit last night. Sure. Um so a demon or something attacks a super powerful dude comes in like wards them off and then it's like you have to get the scroll to some people or you ha- you're the messenger and like that's just how it starts <laughs> you're just the dude delivering the shit that this more powerful dude gave you and i just really like that premise and where it can just probably go into this weird shit show from there and yeah i i'm excited to play that game fully and just start talking oh, next week next week i'll talk at more this game's expensive it. i was expecting it's fifth to be 15 dollars. so it is cheaper on the e-shop on switch than it is on pc currently by four dollars canadian so how much was it for you canadian 21 21 i'm looking at it right now and i'm looking at dot com and uh-huh. it's 25 on switch yeah oh weird it was a uh, 15% off or something on or 30% off on switch currently. Is that like a pre-order one? No, I bought it last night. Maybe it still weird. was. Yeah. Uh, and this you're digitally, right? Digitally. Yeah. 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 I got 2519. I'm going to maybe it ch- like that. Maybe do you have your tried- switch on you? Just turn it on and see probably in the other okay, room. I can't, yeah, I'll be one second sure no problem i'll just keep filling air while he does that uh but yeah so <laughs> i don't actually even know what, i guess like i want to talk more about runner 3 which is what we'll do next week obviously because i have actual things to say about that game now that i've been playing the hell out of it um but yeah you got your switch got my switch let's lo- load up the store Okay. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe I just got lucky with that. So my my store this will be the Canadian price. Oh, okay. My store's my store's in uh in Canada. The Canadian store I can't switch it. And, well, I can. I just have to like go online, do a bunch of weird shit. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you could just make like another account on the same switch though, right? For the US. If you wanted to, I could. Then it won't be tied to my yeah. main Nintendo account. There is a way where I can switch my main Nintendo account to to be an American account. Yeah, and do stuff that way. So everything's tied together. I get all the coins all accumulated. Sure. Um, that which is what I used to do. I'm looking at the messenger. It's twenty five nineteen. Weird. Hmm. And you were saying it was twenty one. Yeah, I'm going to look right now on the eShop on mine here. But uh, maybe it's because I have like a game made by the same people or something. Do you think you maybe got a discount because of coins like it just kicked in? Uh, 
I didn't tell it to use coins, but maybe. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to look at .ca right now. Um, there's no search function on this website? What? So for me, it just says purchased now. <laughs> it doesn't say the price anymore. Right. Yeah. I guess I probably should have figured that. I guess I could just look at my email as well, which I will how, do. Seriously, how do I even look up a game on Nintendo.ca? There's nowhere to, like, type in what game I want to look at. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, maybe game, maybe game store. Still no search. Um, new releases. All right. This so, is act. This is absolutely terrible. They still have games on here like Sushi Striker. <laughs> so, uh, unit price twenty one dollars forty one cents plus one dollar GST twenty two forty eight is what I paid as per their confirmation slash receipt. That's so weird. I wonder how you got that. Me too. I figured that I was probably just getting like maybe it was like a pre-order price or something that they didn't kick over yet because I did buy it the day it released. It did release yesterday. That's what it says. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know, man. Uh, how much is it? And is it only on PC as well? Uh, yes, I believe so. How much is it on PC? I think it was 25 Canadian from when I saw I can no down here it's 20 bucks on the PC it's cheaper on PC hmm for me but then again I, I don't know if I'm looking at the American price um because when I was looking online I was assuming that was the American price because it was dot com yeah it's showing me actually hang on maybe it's because I'm logged in let me try logging out it is 22.79 for me on PC so I it's roughly the same. Yeah, even when I log out, it's twenty five nineteen. So that's 20 bucks US, I guess. Twenty two seventy. Well, I, I, I'm assuming it's supposed to be showing me the. Uh, mm hmm. Uh, tw the US price, but it's not. Weird. Yeah, because it should show based on whatever region you're logged in from or whatever region. Well, you're I even, I even signed out so it doesn't know that I'm. Have a Canadian account? Yeah. I don't know, man. Weird. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Looks like it's 20 bucks on the on the PC. Yeah. Yeah. So I was either way, I'm stoked knowing now because I thought for sure it was going to be more. When I saw the price uh, of like 21 or whatever on the Switch, I was like, oh, it must be like 15 on PC. So I'll just buy it there if it's cheaper. And it was like the same price or cheaper on the Switch somehow. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Let's do that then. So that's what sure. I'm playing it on, which means it'll get played more often because I'm able to like carry it around on the couch or go to bed or whatever while finishing right. up levels and stuff. So, yeah, no, I'm super stoked to play more of it. And for people that like the old Ninja Gaiden games and want kind of like a new spin on that, I highly recommend it so far just on feel alone. But uh, that's really all. Sounds like John's pretty into it, too, oh, based yeah. on the, the couple tweets he put out there. Oh, OK, yeah, I figured <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh, that's all I've been playing, though. All right. The main game I've been playing this week is Donut County. Yes. Uh, this launched a few days ago. I'm playing it on iOS because it's cheapest there. It's like five bucks compared to like 
11 or 12 yeah on uh playstation i don't know if it's on um pc or not it, no, it's on playstation though. it is on steam for 13 dollars currently and that's on sale right uh i'm already done with it it's like a two maybe three hour game mm-hmm. um but it is absolutely delightful i loved donut county um the premise is you are a raccoon named bk uh, and you're a total asshole. Okay. Um, whenever someone in the town orders a donut from your shop, you end up, what that actually means is you send over a hole to their, you know, their level or whatever. Um, and then you just absolutely destroy everything and suck everything into the ground, including them. Oh, okay. Um, and it's very, it's it's similar to Katamari in terms of, so you have your whole uh you need things need to fall down into it and when they do that the hole gets bigger so you can uh uh, collect bigger and bigger things until you're picking up like houses and vehicles and stuff like that yeah it doesn't get to the point that katamari gets where you're like taking out cities and gods and planets and stuff like that um but it's you still start really small and you're picking up like garbage for the most part and bricks and rocks and then you're getting tables and and people and stuff like that and by people i mean like the little you know anime animal characters that are in the game yeah um but the story's nice everyone's been like absorbed into like the hollow earth and they're all kind of going through flashbacks of like how they got here how they ordered a donut and then what happened there each level adds a, a slight new spin on the mechanic where instead of just being only a hole um if you put water in the hole you can then get one of those like birds that sit on the desk that are always like going down and drinking a bit okay. um, to like drink the water from your hole. And that's how you can like kind of move water around. Hmm. There's ones where some things will be sticking out of the hole and you can use them to like press buttons and whatnot. Cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, the narrative's pretty fun by the end of it. Uh, you're like taking on the raccoon trash King. There's even boss fights in this game. At, and again, you're just playing as a hole in the ground. Uh, so it's it's a really good time the music is fantastic absolutely loved it specifically the um when you finish a level and you're like getting your experience points and and it shows like the person falling down forever that song is great i'll say that okay um i'll also say that uh there's a trash trashopedia trashpedia it's basically like the bestiary of everything you've dropped into the hole and you get um you can see everything you did from the previous level when you finish it. And that's the writing on the trashpedia is super good. Um, it's basically, uh, the, the, um, the raccoon find thinks that everything is basically some kind of garbage or, or just bad in some way. So <laughs> I think they referred to, uh, the regular snake as like living spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> And then there was like a blue snake and that was angry living spaghetti. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think some of my other favorite ones. There's a, if you get, there's a seagull and it says 98% of seagulls are criminals. That's just correct though. Yeah. I also really liked uh, a picnic table that said, how many birds will you fight for a bag of chips? (laughs) Okay. Um, there's just tons of stuff like that. One is, um, I think it was just a plant or a cactus or something. And it's like, you can water this and it'll still be boring. 
<laughs> oh, I really like the laptop one. It, the description of the laptop was spill water on this and scream. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty good. So I can't tip. I'm usually someone that like, never checks out like item descriptions and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but the Trashpedia is extremely worth looking at every time you finish a level and going through those. Because uh, the writing, like I said, is super funny, as you as you can tell from the examples I gave. Yeah. <clears throat> um. And yeah, it works totally fine on iOS, sliding the hole around. I don't know if it's on Android. I'm, I'm assuming not at the moment. Probably not. Um, there is a ripoff I, version that came out months ago on Android. So Right. I remember remember kind of the controversy around that. The developer was like super bummed because yeah. he had been working on this game for years and someone just like steals it. <laughs> it's pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Super shitty. Um, I think in the credits it even said something like based on a concept from Peter Molyneux. Um. <laughs> Which I was, I loved hearing that. Yeah, because that seems like yes, this is this would be a concept that Peter Molyneux uh, would have tweeted out. <laughs> For those who don't know, Peter Molyneux, I don't know if it's still active. I haven't seen it in a while, but it, at least it was a Twitter account um, where someone would just post weird concepts for a game that peter molyneux himself might come up with because he's you know really kind of cerebral and has some weird game ideas and stuff like that yeah <clears throat> <laughs> um but yeah donut county uh so it's kind of short um but i really enjoyed the whole time i spent with it i don't know if i would have spent 12 dollars on it if you're looking at one of the the pc or the console version yeah that's why i was happy to get it on the phone uh like i said it's like two maybe three hours long um but it's a it's a it's really good while it lasts. That seems to be the uh, biggest gripe people have with it is that for the price it they say it's too short. And that's kind of a good problem to have because it's like I like your game so much that I wanted more of it. But at the same time, sure. for that price, it, I can understand that. Yeah. So maybe wait for a sale or, or yeah. get it on the phone if you can, because then it's I think five bucks is totally worth it. Sure. Um, and I will say the rabbit level, if anyone has played it, is my favorite level. So look out for that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, apart from that, that's that's basically the main game I've been playing this week. Sure. Uh, so let's go through all this news. Yeah, it was a pretty good week for uh, random announcements and stuff coming up. So that's cool. Yeah, announced today. Uh, we got the release date for No More Heroes Travis Strikes Again. And that's going to be January 18th. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. That's... <clears throat> quicker than i thought <laughs> like that's uh not that far away all things considered sure. yeah four four or five months ish or so yeah again that's a switch exclusive mm-hmm. so hopefully that's good uh we got our twitch prime games for september adventure pals which i've been wanting to play yeah i hear that's uh, that's decent it looked good yeah for free that's really uh, good too guild of dungeoneering yes that game's super that fun is- is it okay? Yeah. Gunpoint. That game is great. That game. Wow. That game's been around for a long time. At this point, That's it's kind of like if you don't have this, wow, you've been missing out on free giveaways for a while. Sure, sure. I never played the follow-up, which I also heard, which was good. What was it I called? Can't remember what its name is. Yeah, I do know which one you're talking about. It's the space one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I heard that was good too pumped bmx i don't know what that is me neither and strife strife sounds familiar is that an mmo i think that might be like an mmo or something sounds like that's something that would be an mmo right uh all right what's next we got it's a moba okay 
Okay. Battlefield 5 has been delayed to November 20th. Oh, uh, yeah. You, they, which I, I feel like a lot of people, it's not super surprising since it was sandwiched right between uh, Red Dead and Call of Duty. Sure. Also, they got to work on their realism, obviously, so. Right. <laughs> um, so I guess they just blinked and they got out of there. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Like, actually, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they could go toe to toe with Call of Duty. But yeah, I don't think anyone can go up against Red Dead. It's that's a hard one. <laughs> There's going to be some that try and <clears throat> Lord have mercy on their souls. Yep. Uh, I guess they're having an open beta starting on September 6th. OK. If you're interested in that. Um, there was another reason, but this was one of the things I guess their stock also dropped recently. EA's. Oh, something to do with Battlefield. But I can't remember what it was anyway. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Boohoo for EA, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we've got the Game Pass games for September. There's some exciting stuff in here. Uh, we already knew about Master Chief Collection. That was announced last week. Mm-hmm. They were also putting in Quantum Break, which I like that game cool. a lot. Mm-hmm. Onrush, which I like that game a lot. Yeah. Uh, this game, this kind of seems perfect for Onrush. Sure, yeah. Um, and then a bunch of stuff that I don't know, such as Avon Colony, uh, Shadow Warrior, Sky Force Reloaded, Manuel Samuel, Snake Pass, which that's a great game. Gianna Sisters, Twisted Dreams, and Inner Space. Uh, yeah, I don't know Sky Force or Inner Space. The rest are good. Well, it's arguable. I didn't love Gianna Sisters, but people do, so. Yeah, I've never been the biggest fan. Yeah. But there's some good stuff in there. Like I said, Onrush, I super like. Snake Pass is also very good. And I like Quantum Break. Sure, totally. Uh, uh, okay, so we got two Nintendo Directs this week. I didn't see starting the with second the, one. Starting with the second one, they did a kind of a long trailer for Dragalia Lost, Nintendo's next mobile game, and also their first mobile game that's not going to be with DNA. Mm. Uh, I forget which company this one is with. But this is coming out September 27th. It's an RPG. Um, it also looks like it's got gotcha game elements in it. Sure. Which, I mean, it's a free-to-play game, so of course it does. I mean, it's whatever. Nintendo Japan, that's like Japan does gotcha games. That's what they do. So, Right, and Fire Emblem Heroes made them a ton of money. Totally. Um, it looks kind of like... Uh, if I'm thinking like Pokemon Quest where the enemies just kind of, your characters kind of move around and then attack on their own, it's it's more in depth than that. And then I think the next step up from that is like Cat Quest where you can move your characters around, but they attack on their own. Mm-hmm. And this one you can tap to attack. So it's like one step further up. You can play in portrait mode, which is cool. Um, I was kind of just watching this in the background, so I don't have all the news sure. or all the details, I should say. It's got multiplayer um stuff that's going to events planned so some kind of mmo like things looks like they have a ton of characters on uh connecting together to fight some big monsters so that should can be cool sure yeah uh, they also have a, a pre-registration kind of event going on where there'll be in-game gifts depending on the number of people who pre-register for it I'm trying to see oh shit i just remembered <clears throat> i played that new uh command and conquer mobile game that they showed is that out well, I pre-registered for whatever, and then they... Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's boring, so I didn't talk oh, really? about okay. it. Yeah, I didn't, wasn't a huge fan, but yeah. 
Okay. I'm I completely forgot about that. I do want to try it out though. Sure. But, and speaking of uh weird mobile games, I'm still looking forward to Elder Scrolls Blades. Me too. Actually, yeah. And I I want that to come out. Anyway. Yeah. Um Dragalia lost just looking at their uh pre-registration thing. They've succeeded to get 300,000, which will get you 900 wormite, whatever that means. Great. And it looks like there's also goals for 400,000, 500,000. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. uh, I did not do this because I don't care. Uh, you know, I'll try it out because why not? Totally. I'm not huge into gotcha games, though. But again, that's uh, September 27th. I'm looking forward to it. Get a TDP crew in there. Take sure. down a yeah, thing. I'll play some for sure. Yeah, I'll play that day. Yeah. Uh, in more exciting trailers, Splunky 2, first gameplay shown. So I did miss this, unfortunately. I didn't watch this yet. Yeah, not much like hard uh, news besides coming 2019. Okay. Um, but they just showed a lot of gameplay. They showed the multiplayer. They showed the different characters you can play as. Okay. Um, I guess it was kind of revealed because you're playing as the daughter and her last name is Splunky. So I guess that first guy is literally Mr. Splunky. Okay. Sure. That was his name. Anyway, it looks like there's tons of like water stuff going on and like lava and tons of shit. Looks cool. I'm looking forward to Splunky too. Yeah, I'm watching the beginning of the trailer now. This, you know what? It looks like they knew what made their first game good and they just went with more of that, but like further. <laughs> So sure. I'm glad sure. to see that. I played Splunky. I didn't get deep into it. Um, it always just felt so daunting. Yeah. But that, but you know, I want to, I want to get into it more. So I'll probably get into Splunky two off the get go. Sure. So I'm kind of there during the zeitgeist because tons of people were super into Splunky. Yeah, I was super into Splunky. I'm excited for online play. That's gonna be so sure. good. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, we got the PlayStation Plus lineup, uh, which uh, started off with Destiny 2, which was already released this week. They just jumped the gun. Yeah. Um, super smart move yep. because that huge expansion comes out next week. Yep. No, they know what they're doing for sure. Yeah, that makes sure. a so, sense. And Destiny 2 is great. Like getting that game for free. That's a serious game right there. Yeah. If you have a PlayStation 4 and plus, go ahead and download it and just play like this weekend. You'll probably get close to like the end game if you play enough and then you can jump into that new I mean, stuff. It's not a short game. It's very short. That. I made it in I, a day and a half. It was. Yeah, but of like constant playing. I don't know, like six hours, eight hours. OK, I, th I thought it was longer than that, but maybe I'm mistaken. The end game stuff is longer. Getting to max level wasn't long. <laughs> I don't think. Okay. Anyway, uh, God of War three remastered is the other big game. Yeah, that's cool. I kind of like, sure. I don't know. I played God of War three on the PlayStation three. I don't know if I need to play it again. Yeah, I'm with you uh, on that. Another world cube director's cut sparkle two and foul play. I don't know what really any of these are except for another world. Cause that thing's on everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but they are all cross platform with PS four. So it's, you're needing less and less, uh reasons to pick up your vita this foul play game actually looks kind of cool now that i'm looking at it yeah yeah i've wanted to check that one out and sparkle 2 looks like what is that ea puzzly kind of game 
A puzzly. I'm gonna take a look here right yeah, now. Look at look at Sparkle Two. What is that game? What is that game where you have to like shoot the different colors into like the lines of them? Oh yeah. Oh my god, Zuma or something like that. Zuma. That's yeah. what it is. This looks like Zuma. It really does. Yeah. I'll play that for free. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, it's eight dollars. So. Mm. If you want it, not for, most of these games are like eight dollars. Yeah, ten bucks. Yep. Anyway, Destiny Two is the big one, and that's already live. So if you have a PlayStation, scoop that. Totally. Continuing on. Oh, this was kind of an interesting. This was just kind of like a think piece that went up like on, on Kotaku. Um, so it's already been past the twenty eighth. So Amazon Prime's twenty percent off deal for pre orders is gone. Right. And then suspiciously on the 29th, Spider-Man was now available to be pre-ordered. Up until that point, um, I know for myself personally, I was checking Amazon quite a bit because I was like, I'll pre-order as much as I can now. Sure. And if I still, if I don't want them, I can cancel them, but at least I get the 20% off later for games I know I want. Sure. I did that with um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. I wanted to do that with Spider-Man and Red Dead because those are two other games I knew I was going to play. Sure. Spider-Man and Red Dead were never available for pre-order under the 20%. I could have pre-ordered the digital version, right. but then you don't get the 20%. On um, August 29th, Spider-Man is now available for pre-order the physical version again. Uh, which got people thinking they were just waiting they were. for this to, to go off. Um, and over the past little while, people some bigger and bigger games had been not being available to, for pre-order. I remember God of War didn't go up for pre-order until like a day or two before it actually came out. Yeah. Um, so people were wondering like specifically, but the, the Spider-Man is the only example so far, but is, was this one just like waiting for that game for that uh, promotion to go away so that they could get their full price? Totally. Yep. Um, I don't think it's known um, whether or not like who's eating that 20% off or who was um, this article uh, was making the guess that Amazon was eating that cost. So at that point, I don't understand why, yeah. like, Insomniac Games would have mined, but maybe they weren't. I'm not sure. They must not have been, right? Because it seems way too coincidental. <laughs> like, on the... Yeah, for sure. Obviously not on Amazon's part, on the, like, games part, to yeah. be, let that happen that day, so... As of right now, uh, Red Dead is still not available for pre-order. Okay, and that's probably just Which, not going to be available for a while, a bit, so. Well, I don't know, because there's plenty of games that are already available. Uh, Doom Eternal. Right, but... You the, can pre-order that. Does Rockstar usually do, like, months in advance pre-order? Uh, I don't I actually would, know. I, I don't know, I haven't... It's been a while yeah. since Rockstar put out a game, yeah. but, I mean, when I worked at EB Games, you could months in advance pre-order. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Spider-Man's up there. It, it is part of because now it's select games will get you a $10 credit. You can do that. It seems like you can even do that with the digital versions. Um, hmm. As much as I hate what Amazon did taking away that good promotion, I might still do that because 10 bucks is 10 bucks. Yeah, if I'm going to play the game. I might as well get 10 bucks. Yeah, 35 days because you're going to get it anyway. Is. So, yeah. Yeah, but dude, Spider-Man, are you are you stoked on Spider-Man? I, I really am. I'm. I'm stoked on like finally using my PlayStation 4 Pro with like oh. <laughs> as yeah. like really flexing it. Because you up got it now, after God of War, right? Because I got it just after God of War. Yeah. So I like turned on God of War and I was like, yeah, this looks great. Too bad I'm not playing this game anymore. Yeah. And since then, what have I played on my PlayStation 4? Flipping Death. And Onrush. 
Nope, that was Xbox. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I don't know. Ten minutes of Death's Gambit. Okay. Some No Man's Sky, and that does look nice. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, nothing like crazy. So this will be the first one where it's really like, look at this 4K TV yeah. and this like 4K gaming. I'm super excited, I'm excited because it comes after two weeks of working straight, basically, for me. So it's like, oh, this is like your reward. Oh, I'm so excited. Holy Just shit. chill out with, with a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I'm going to high five yeah. everyone on the street. Look, I'm just going to tell people I'll be in like my office all weekend. Don't fucking talk yeah. to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm excited. Spider-Man looks super good. That'll be next week. We probably talk about or at least start. Probably probably start. It comes out the seventh. So I don't know yeah. how much of it I will have played by then. Um, I will we'll be doing a show that day. I will 100 percent have started it at least. So. All right. Although if I'm getting it digitally, maybe they'll like release the code mm. Thursday night. Maybe who knows? I have no idea. Sure. Uh, this is kind of an interesting announcement. Yacht Club uh, Games announced the final game in the Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. Yeah. Which I was under the impression the King's one was going to be the last one. Me too. But they did another one, uh, Shovel Knight Showdown, which looks to be just like Smash Bros. style, like beat-em-up platform brawler uh, with all the characters from the Shovel Knight universe. There's even like some bosses and a somewhat of like a story mode, arcade mode and stuff. Unfortunately, it's only local multiplayer. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like games were only local multiplayer for a while, and then some of them got like wiser, being like, hey, we need to do online, blah, blah, blah. And then there's still a few coming out that are like, we can't do online, though. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. And that's that's always a bummer. Um, but if you have the treasure trove, it is free. Cool. Which is awesome. That is awesome. Because I have that treasure trove. Um and uh, they also said, uh, don't because when this happened, I was like, wait, that, has that King one already come out? Like, I don't I never played that one. They also followed up that tweet with uh, don't worry, we haven't forgotten about King of Cards or the Treasure Trove Amiibo three pack. We're nearing the end of de- of development on what is by far our biggest and most grandest single player campaign yet. Stay tuned for information on the release date later this week. Well, guess what? It's the end of the week. So I'm assuming any minute now. OK. Hopefully, like by the time we're done this podcast, we could just yeah. Be I'm looking news. through their Twitter account to see if I missed anything, <laughs> okay. but nothing. Uh, nothing today. Uh, oh, actually, hang on. <clears throat> uh, what is this? Was there something? It says, "Do you?" This was this was tweeted yesterday. Do you own Shovel Knight on Switch, 3DS, Wii U? All versions will receive King of Cards. The largest uh, Shovel Knight adventure yet. Switch Wii U will also receive Shovel Knight Showdown, an all-new multiplayer game, all arriving as a free update on April 9th. Holy shit, April 9th? April, that's so far away. Oh yeah, I'm looking, at the, t- I'm looking at earlier tweets. The dig- the physical version of the Treasure Trove is coming April 9th. 40 bucks. Man. Uh, okay, I'm trying to see about other platforms... <laughs> i'm gonna hold back my excitement now because that's yeah. real far i was got, yeah that's that's i was hoping by the end of the year like at some point okay or yeah like some sometime in 2018 okay that's fair yeah it's, it's looking is yeah it looks like yeah the playstation 4 version is also april 9th so i have the switch version 
Uh, I guess we're going to be waiting quite a while for that last one, which that's not the end of the world. Totally. I haven't even played uh, Plague of Shadows yet, so I still got Shovel Knight stuff I can play if I want to. Sure. Um, and it looks like the showdown will not be available on 3DS or Vita. That makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right. Moving on to... Oh, so the first Nintendo Direct of <clears throat> the week. Yeah. I thought this was so exciting. It, there was some good... Okay, From, like, start to finish. Yeah, it was, was pretty I, good. I was just like, sweet, sweet, whoa, that game looks awesome. And at the end, wow. Yeah, That's sh- basically, the, that, sure. that's, like, that's like the gambit of my emotions. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, Um. So these aren't in the correct order that they were talked about, but I'm just going to go through the list that they have put up here. They ended with Into the Breach being out on Switch right now. Yeah, so which is fantastic. I'm super excited about that, especially the like, oh, this is just out. You can do this now. That's super exciting. And I almost did, but I have other stuff to play. So like it's on the back burner, but I am so excited to jump back into that game in a handheld console. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Into the Breach is real good. Uh, if people want to hear more about it, we did a whole to- uh, top down perspective plus about it. where all three of us talked about that game. You can look into that. Um, but one of the things we, we have been saying is uh, this has to one day come to uh, like mobile in some way, the switch, yeah. uh, especially after FTL had such a hard time getting onto iPads. Yeah, they must have been thinking about that when they did this follow up. And it looks like they did. So, yeah, out right now. And I'm in the same boat as you. I almost picked it up and I was like, you know, I, I don't have time for Into the Breach right now. Yeah. I have other stuff I'm playing. I even have a, like a new Switch game I want to get to. So there's real no, there's no chance I would get to it. So I can wait. I can wait for it to get on a sale or something because if I need to play it, I have it on the PC. Yep. And if I need to play my Switch, I have other Switch stuff. So I'm kind of, I'm going to wait. If, right now it's, it's live 15 bucks. That's great. If the Messenger hadn't come out yesterday, I would have picked this up basically is okay. where I'm at with it. Sure. Hyperlight Drifter is coming next week. That's September 6th. Yeah. Um, which I never played much of that game. So that's another thing I'm going to be looking at. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool thing. Tower Falls coming. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. A game called Treasure Stack that looked pretty good. It looks like uh, that old Nintendo game. I don't I'm blanking on the name of now. The one Nathan was obsessed with where you're just like Wario's Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It looks kind of like that. It's been, while, it's been a while since I've looked at that, so I, I didn't pick up on that. Uh, apparently, Treasure Stack is going to have cross-platform play with the Xbox One and PC versions. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, that's coming this winter. Uh, a game called Zarvot, which I don't remember what that was at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Uh, Minico's Night Market. That game looks sweet. That game looks so adorable. I am that so looks, excited. I love the art style. It looks cool. Yeah. Um. I don't even really know what kind of game it was. It's kind of open worldy. You run like a shop. You're like packaging stuff. There's cats. There's definitely a lot of cats. It looks like an adventure game. Uh, let's see. Boasts more than 20 hours of story based gameplay, including four regions to explore, diverse villagers to meet, interesting quests to undertake and activities like sewing and wood woodworking to partake in. It also features cats. A lot of them. <laughs> Great. Uh, that's coming to Switch uh, first in early 2019. Yeah. Samurai Gun 2. I was excited about this one. It has yeah. a single player component now. I am super excited about that. There's like scrolling levels. 
Yeah, and that's coming to Switch uh, early 2019 as well. Yeah. Bullet Age? I don't remember what this is. Bullet Age. Intuitive sword and gun gameplay. I don't remember what this was. Co-op action? I don't know. Hmm. The next one says The World Next Door. Influenced by anime. (laughs) Okay. Great. Uh... Oh, now I'm this looks kind of like a visual novel um, oh, okay. with some like puzzle solving tile based stuff. Yeah, I don't know quite what to think about this cool art style, though. Which is coming uh, early 2019. Cool. Level head, which looks like an off brand Mario Maker. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, I mean, if Nintendo's not going to make a Mario Maker right away on the switch, uh, I guess look at level head. Totally. King of the Hat. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I don't remember that it's one King either. King of the Hat. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember seeing this. It's the it looks like Towerfall where you're trying to crush the other person's hat to kill them. Okay. One of the characters is a washing machine, right? <laughs> I think so. I remember so. that part of the trailer. I don't remember anything else. Sure. And then Showstopper, Untitled Goose Game, coming to Switch first, early 2019. This game looks awesome. Untitled Goose Game, hell yeah. Uh, first off, I think that's a great name. It I is hope a they great keep name. that name. Yeah. Untitled Goose Game is a game where you literally just play as an... Here, I'm going to read you this tagline. It's a lovely morning in the village, and you are a horrible goose. Yep. Uh, and basically, you just walk around being a complete nuisance and just an asshole to everyone. Squawking at them, stealing their hat and their keys. This game looks absolutely great. I understand you can play it at PAX. I think it's sharing a booth with the Campo Santo guys. Cool. Um, uh, some smaller things uh, that were shown. They showed the messenger a little bit. Yeah. Uh, both Bastion and Transistor are coming to the Switch. Sure. Uh, they mentioned Wasteland 2, Undertale, Lightfingers, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery is coming to the Switch, which I was surprised to hear about that game again. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Jackbox Party Pack 5. Uh, okay. Which, for those who forget, that game is going to have you don't know Jack again. Yeah. Back. Yeah. So I cannot wait for that one. That's that's exciting. Desert Child, Dragon Marked for Death. I don't know what some of those are, but <clears throat> anyway, that was, that was exciting. I enjoyed that direct quite a bit. Yeah, it was pretty good for sure. All right, games with gold. I think it's a pretty underwhelming list. I haven't actually but looked for yet. September. You get Prison Architect. Okay. Live Lock? Live Lock? I don't know what that is. Me neither, actually. Okay. Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars 3. Sure. And, oh, I forgot the name of this one. Sega Vintage uh, Collection Monster World. Okay. I don't really know what that is either. That's the, uh, oh my god, what the hell are those games? The ones that they released, uh a remake of right the whatever in monster world games jesus christ oh, monster boy or whatever it was yeah yeah i think that's those i'm trying to see a list of the games but even the xbox site doesn't really say <laughs> it looks like there's three games in here from what i can see and it should, it's probably the three wonder boy games or monster boy or whatever uh let's see yeah i don't know yeah, the three Wonder Boy games. So yeah, it's okay. Wonder Boy and Monster Land and Monster World and Monster World uh, 4 from the Sega Mega Drive. A little underwhelming in my opinion. 
Yeah, I like if you want those old versions of that, I guess. And now you got them. But Prison Architect's fine. It. I feel like month after month, Game Pass is getting the better games over games with gold at this point. Yeah, I I think there's some truth to that. I'm seeing what Which, this live lock is. I guess that kind of makes sense because they expect you to be buying games with uh, Xbox Live anyway. Yeah. So that's why you're going to get gold. Uh, and then they need to entice you to get Game Pass as well. So they got to put the better stuff there. Yeah. Uh, live lock is a cooperative top down shooter where you play solo or with up to two allies to break the cycle of the infinite war between machines. That's what that is. It is twelve dollars regularly. By itself. Ten, ten bucks. Yeah. American. Yeah. Uh, and last bit of news is they announced a Streets of Rage four. Yeah, this this is kind of out of nowhere for me. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. It's, uh, brought to you by the same people uh, that are doing Windjammers two. Okay. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Are you excited for some Streets of Rage four? I love Streets of Rage. Yes, this is cool news. That being said, I'm not like chomping at the bit for it yet, I guess. So, yeah, no real news about it so far. Um, but yeah, Street Trades 4, that's I don't think anyone was expecting that. I mean, it looks like a modern Streets of Rage, like with the cell shaded cartoon look instead of yep. like pixely garbage from the 90s, I guess. Uh, it looks like it's probably going to be totally fine unless they do something to really fuck it up. So, yeah, I'll definitely play that. Okay, and with that, let's do some new uh, questions, not news. We're just done the news. Uh, Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address. You can also send questions into uh, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. box. Right. Okay. I'll read this first one from Eduardo. Okay. I feel like Eduardo's always our first question. <laughs> what are some of the best Metroidvanias that don't play like Metroid games or Castlevania games? Or in the Blind Forest. So, but it does play like a like a Metroid game because you go back and you have to like access new areas. This is the thing, yeah. Like, what is this? I don't I don't quite get this question. If it doesn't play like those two games, how is it a Metroidvania? I mean, yeah. But Ori in the Blind Forest, the reason why I say it is because it focuses more on the traversal than anything, even to the point where even your attack is like used as a double jump in some situations, in most situations even. Sure. So like, it's probably that because you're not the focus on how the mechanics play out aren't revolved necessarily around just killing everything on the screen. It's about getting through <laughs> a lot of it. See, I find Metroidvania is, is uh, it's all about exploring an area mm-hmm. and, you know, getting new abilities that let you re-explore previous areas. Right. And in that case, there's no answer. You can't answer it if that's yeah, the way see, you look at it. Unfortunately, that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. The only thing I could think that's maybe kind of similar is like Dead Cells. Because you don't go back and re-explore things in like a, the same playthrough, but you do get new abilities that open up different avenues. I mean, Dead Cells is not on. at all like a Metroid or Castlevania game. Well, it's more like an original Castlevania than it is a Metroidvania, so that's probably right. a fair answer. That that yeah, maybe that's a good one. Here's a second question: 
What is the most over the top and ridiculous game in terms of its gameplay, not its story or visuals? Man, what an open ended question. Over the top and ridiculous in terms of gameplay is Dwarf Fortress because that's a game that's still being built every day. And it, all it is is sure. its gameplay. <laughs> Isn't it also ASCII art? Uh, I think it's just very basic pixels. Yeah. What is it? Okay. Then I am... I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Yeah, you're right. Pixels. Why was I thinking ASCII art? I don't know. But I mean, that's probably my answer anyway. Okay, I'm going to... Th- I'm trying to think of some, okay, in terms of its gameplay. I mean, Let's Tap has a pretty unique interface. Mm-hmm. It's just tapping on a box that the Wii mode is sitting on. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, there's a lot of weird gimmicky things you could go with. There's that, <laughs> do you remember, I don't remember the name of it, but there was that one, like, we touch or like that like sexualized sexually charged we game oh yeah 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 <laughs> what was that we dare we dare yeah i think is that what it was we dare i think that's it that might be the actual most ridiculous <laughs> gameplay is it we dare i'll look I'm it lo- up yeah we dare debut commercial yeah we dare yeah yeah, because he's like hanging the Wii remote between the girls' faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't there like a spanking thing? Yes. Yeah, she put the she was putting the Wii remote in the back of her pants, and he has to like tap the Wii remote. Yeah, yeah, it's like just dance for like <laughs> sexual harassment. It's really good. And then the guys took their shirts off for some reason. What is going on, man? Oh, that just that's just what you do when you play Wii. And then it finishes with enter parental code. <laughs> yeah all right didn't this like just come out in uh europe or something like that i yeah i feel like i remember hearing that germany got it like real late and it got kind of a resurgence or something well i don't yeah i don't think it came out in america ever oh you might be right yeah interesting um what was i thinking of i think muscle march the gameplay is pretty weird yeah um Cause like, sure, the visuals are weird, you know, with all these like crazy muscular people, but the whole idea is a like conga line of muscly <laughs> characters are just running through walls and stuff. Yeah, and you need to match the pose. That's that. That's a weird premise. That is weird. Yeah. Uh, also, maybe just like any WarioWare game. Sure. Where the premise is kind of like testing every little thing you could do with the hardware it's on in weird right, but ways then, like if you, if you just break it down by like specific micro game like all right the concept of this game is to pick the guy's nose sure yeah. uh, or to catch the spider and put it in the box or whatever it is really or stand underneath the umbrella so the arrows don't hit you right yeah they're all pretty silly all right vgc kenny wrote in and said i've recently moved in with people this has come with some small surprises as some of their habits contradict mine it's nothing I would move out for, just little things. When you guys moved in with people or people moved in with you, what are some of those little annoyances that you had to deal with? Okay. Did you ever did you ever like go to dorms or anything like that? Dorms, no. I had a roommate for a while though. Okay. Um 
trying to think of specific things, I guess. I've got I've got some while you're thinking. Okay, so sure. I, I lived in uh dorms for a year. Okay. In my freshman year of college. Um my roommate he was super antisocial. Okay. So <clears throat> he didn't like having the, the door to our room open. Okay. Which sucked because that's like rule one oh one, you wanna like chat and meet people, keep your door open so that they can come in when they hear you playing Halo or whatever it sure, is. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. But he liked to keep the door closed. Okay. Which was a bummer because our, our room was also situated like it was a it was a long rectangle room. Okay. And then I had the end near the window and he had the end near the door. And I, I did that on purpose. I wanted the, the, the window. window. Yeah. Because I always had to walk through his area. Right. Um, so he kind of got control over the door. Also, man, he got control over the lights often, which was mm. also kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, when this got real annoying was the... The dryers in the laundry room were terrible. You often had to run your stuff through them several times to actually get things dry, which he chose not to do for whatever reason. I think we may have had to pay for our laundry. Maybe that's why. Okay. But he chose not to run through, run it through enough. So he would come back with a lot of like damp or wet clothing. Oh, yeah. And he would hang it up in our room. Yeah. Okay. And then he would not open the door. And I lived in Canada, so during the winter, there's no way we're opening the window. Right. Because it's covered in snow. Right. Or it's, you know, below freezing outside. For sure. Uh, so I would, so anytime I would come back to the room, it was just musty in there. Gross. Yeah. From like wet clothes, no air circulation. And yeah, that was super annoying. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, small surprises or like little annoyances. Um... There was just the whole, I don't like not being able to, like, take a shower, use a bathroom when we had a one-bathroom place when sure. I wanted to because I'm fucking paying to live here. Like, just stuff like that. I mean, so just is the little, other person. Yeah. Basically, I don't like living with people. I fucking hate having, hated having a roommate. I'll never do that again. I like having a roommate. I'm a, I'm a social person, although my, my roommate's not much of a social person but i i like having a, another person there and it can also just be helpful for like hey i'm gonna be gone someone is at least watching my stuff kind of yeah or at least like i will agree with you though door. one bathroom can be uh difficult um mm-hmm. especially if you just like you know you really have to go but they're in the shower and there's just like nothing you can do <laughs> yeah uh yeah. i'm uh, i'm lucky enough my my roommate um takes long showers but she always gives me like a heads up like hey i'm gonna use a shower do you need to like brush your teeth or anything first which is super nice because mm-hmm. there's early on it was like oh crap i really just want to go to bed but i know you're going to be in there for like 30 45 minutes yeah i got another annoyance okay uh this was a previous roommate um she would she would often like kind of sleep real late and go to bed real late okay and she would do a lot of cooking and a lot of eating at like three in the morning. Sure. Like two or three in the morning. And the kitchen was right next to my room on the oh. other side of the wall from my room. Yeah. So just constant like pots banging and stuff. Just at noise. Like two or three in the morning. Yeah. That sucked. But it wasn't so much just noise. Like she wasn't even trying to be quiet, like yeah. which was annoying. She was pretty selfish. That that roommate situation did not last very long. Sure. Uh, I guess in that regard as well heavy feet 
people that just like stomp naturally when they walk on like hardwood floors or something. I never okay, understood. I haven't had that one. I've never understood why you can't just lift your fucking feet up a little bit. Like <laughs> just like sure. random noise, right? But the thing is is that they're not even cognizant like the noise that people aren't cognizant of. I like I said I I don't do well living with people. I get pissed off about random little things like that. But like they're not enough of an annoying like I know it's a me thing, which is why I never bring it up because it's like that's okay. Yeah. I've been real lucky. I'm a, I'm a bit of a neat freak. Uh, and my last few roommates have also been very clean. Yeah. Um, cause ha- having a roommate that does not clean or like leaves their dishes out for a long time. Like I hear some of my other friends with their roommates that would just drive me up the wall. And I, I'm very fortunate that I don't have to deal with that. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, riptide gravity shifter writes, so last week I played a, the demo of Kiwami 2 so I could have an idea of what to expect from the game. And while I was doing this, my two nieces had come over for a small visit before heading home with my mother who would be babysitting them. They were watching me play the demo and after seeing me slam dunk a bike on a guy, my younger niece, who is five currently, asked me if it was possible for me to ride on a bike then carry two people over my shoulders then throw them at other people before slamming the bike onto another. (laughs) Needless to say, I was laughing like a maniac because of how absurd that sounded and admitted that while that's not a thing in this series, I wouldn't put it past the Yakuza dev team to make that a possible thing in the future. So my question is, was there ever something you had in mind that you want to see appear in a future game of a specific series, no matter how absurd it would be, and if it did in fact happen... What was it and what made that into a reality? And what game made that into a reality? Oh, okay. This is an easy one for me. Growing up, I was always like, man, Resident Evil would be sweet if you could just shoot the zombies in the head because that's what they do in the movies all the time. And then that's just like a thing that they did. Every video, every every shoot after that. Yeah. Okay. I can't, I can't really think of one. I'm sure there's some like... Here's an easy one. I really wish Overcooked had online multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And then Overcooked 2, they did that. Um, but that's not really, like, crazy. I guess he just he doesn't specify crazy, just ever something he had in mind. Yeah, because, like, here's yeah, the thing. Like, like, nothing I... I've never thought, like, oh, it would be sweet if you could do this, but instead of a gun, you're shooting airplanes out that shoot dinosaurs. Like... I don't think of stuff like that. What I think is like, it'd be cool if this mechanic was like in this thing or whatever. Like, well, do you have any examples of that one then? Yeah, I wish Mario was 3D and then I didn't like it. But that's a thing that happened at some point. Okay. A lot of them are from okay. when games were more. What's it called? Like more limited in their scope, like as I was growing up. Sure. Okay. You know, I bet there's like I would have so many answers for this and I just need to like pick any one of my games and like play them for a second. And go like, oh, right. This is something I wish that happened. Yeah, I can actually I have a bunch for runner three now that I think about it, but I can't <laughs> yeah. I can't talk about those until next week. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think like what. 
Yeah. Here's one from here's one from Donut County. Okay. I wish um, when you finish the game, it then unlocks a level uh, select, so you can just play whatever level you wanted. But because there's a st- uh, a narrative to that game, there's little cutscenes before each stage, um, before they go into the flashback, and you can't replay those. So like my girlfriend wanted to play through Donut County after I had finished. And I was like, well, you know, you got to play through it with the story because, you know, those are the writings funny and you can kind of see what's going on. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to. And I was like, OK, well, just, you know, pick up from here. Uh, and it's just straight the level. You don't get any of the story. So I had to delete my whole game and restart a new one so she could get that. Oh, man. <laughs> so there's something. Yeah, I always kind of like to when something becomes a meme or a joke and then the dev adds it in later. I'm, I feel like, the, Oh sure. I feel like this was a specific thing that I've been trying to like actually think about for the last minute or so. It, I can't remember. I hear what. Fortnite does that quite a bit. Yeah, I could see that. I feel like I wanted to say something like a Spelunky or something added like a secret level or just stuff like that. But yeah, I know Spelunky didn't specifically, but I feel like there's just something on the tip of my mind. I bet mind. there's been pl- plenty of like, um, early access games yeah. where they've done stuff like that. Um, I, I don't have any specifics, but I bet dead cells, they altered some stuff and whatnot. Mm, yeah, probably I could see that. Yeah. Uh, Raster man wrote in and said, so since today is apparently gamers day, this was on Wednesday. I believe he wrote this in, uh, what would you say would be the most fitting game to play on such an occasion? If enough people got involved in the initiative, a fitting game for Gamers Day. For Gamers Day. <clears throat> I don't know. Call of Halo, Call of Duty. Yeah. I was thinking something like, I don't know, PUBG. A hundred gamers drop onto an island. <laughs> There's something sure. just dumb like that. Yeah. I don't know. Pokemon Go. I feel like they kind of already have that because they have like their Pokemon Go days. Sure. And I, and I sometimes still see people out downtown. Sure. Yeah. Get, getting in on that. I know John still does. Um, yeah, he goes out every now and then. I'm trying to think. Maybe maybe not even like getting people involved. What's like a game you would play to celebrate Gamers Day? Okay. Um, celebrate Gamers Day. Probably a Mario game. Just something from my childhood which represented gaming for me. I think I would just do one of my and I already do this every every few weeks, just have people over and play like some Jackbox games sure. or some like co-op multi- local multiplayer games uh, would probably be how I would want to celebrate Gamers Day. Sure. That's yeah. I was just talking with my friend. This is kind of uh, a little off side note. Um, he was saying he uh, found an esports bar. OK, like 10 minute walk from his, his house. OK, that's cool. But their website does not update with what events are happening when. Oh, awesome. So he never knows when to go. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's not into like league and stuff. So he can't just go whenever. Because I'm sure they're showing league. Yeah. Um, But if if he had like if the, and I, I agree with him, like if I knew about like an Overwatch night or, um, you know, maybe Dragon Ball Fighters or, or even Siege because I'm playing Siege right now. Maybe if I knew about those nights, I would show up. Sure. But uh. Although I, I don't have anyone in my general vicinity that's that into eSport games that would want to go to a bar and watch them. So that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But that would be a cool kind of celebration thing, too, is if I did have that like local group of friends, go down to the bar or the pub or whatever 
and watch like the Overwatch finals or yeah. watch um, Evo if they were streaming that. That would have been cool. Sure. Yeah. Uh, last question comes from VGC Kenny again. Yep. Yep. Sean, since you mentioned the Assassin's Creed cycle last week, would you mind if Assassin's Creed went in a cycle of a break between two games in a row? Like for this current cycle, we have Origins 2017, Odyssey 2018, and nothing for 2019. Would you mind if it went 2020 game, 2021 game, 2022 no game, and continue on that cycle? So they take the third year off, basically, is what they're trying to say. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for however long AC lasts. Honestly, it kind of just depends on like if it's, is it getting overdone again? It felt before Assassin's Creed was kind of getting overdone where I was playing less and less of it each year. Mm-hmm. And it took a year off, which was great because when Origins came back, it was like, I'm ready for more Assassin's Creed. And because it was so new, that that just made it even better. Um, my problem with Odyssey coming out so soon is I just finished up my Assassin's Creed Origins content in like june or july whatever it was right like they were putting out dlc for a while there and it's like am i ready for like another one of those like i put months and months into it i kind of would like a break otherwise i'm gonna get burnt out again so it's kind of hard to tell if after odyssey if the the year uh, the year off will definitely be nice because i will have played kind of two of those back to back uh but i mean if they keep if they keep doing things in a fresh way they can do it as much as they want yeah uh you know but there's just they always run the risk of I'm going to play less and less of these each year. And this happens, I think, with like every series, because like I know every new Animal Crossing that comes out because it's the same game as the last one. I play like half as many hours into it. Sure. And like that just happens with like everything like that. The Pokemon games, I play less and less of them each year to the point where it's like, well, I finished the story. I'm pretty much done. I don't do any like late game kind of stuff. The, if they're too similar i'm just going to play less of them if or i'm just going to skip them and then make my own artificial cycle yeah sure i agree uh that does it for questions if people want to send questions in for next week it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter uh the facebook group the discord channel and john's p.o box what's your game of the week uh the world of warcraft expansion uh, and mine is going to be uh, Donut County. Yeah, cool. So again, John should be back next week, I believe. I don't think he's staying there, right? No, he's coming back. I think Tuesday. So yeah, he'll right. be here. No, next he said week. he would be ready for the the TDP plus. Yeah, yeah. So John will be back next week. Um, that is when we will be doing the TDP plus episode for August, which is Runner Three. Uh, so if you're interested in hearing our thoughts on Runner Three and getting the entire back catalog of TDP plus check out our patreon it's as cheap as a dollar a month uh we also this morning ended the poll for what our september game is going to be and it was a user submitted game of fire emblem shadow dragon uh which i played a long time ago on the ds mm-hmm. uh and I, it's, we're most likely going to, i'm i know myself i'm going to be playing the um the wii u version of the ds game uh, which I'm actually just kind of excited to try out that whole feature. I've never played a DS game on my Wii U. Right. Uh, so I'm I'm just kind of from like an academic standpoint, kind of curious how that all works. And I'm, I'm looking forward to trying that out. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, look forward to that at the end of September. Uh, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week.